0: i uh-huh. uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: Welcome back to the Doctor's Companion Presents, Doctor Who the Long Way Round, the weekly podcast where we review and discuss every episode of Doctor Who, one Doctor at a time. I'm Cass Frederickson.
0: I'm Nick Menez, and
2: I'm Scott Corelli.
1: And today on the show we'll be discussing Boomtown, the Ninth Doctor's Ninth Story. Yeah. Um
2: Boomtown. Uh, you know this one is written by Russell T Davies. Um, originally this was meant to be a um a historical adventure called Pompeii. Um, which ultimately, when uh Russell T Davies was looking at the budget, he was like, "Hey, we can't, we can't, I can't, we can't do as much as I <laughs> want to do this Pompeii episode. I we don't have the money for it. Um, so instead he opted to do a um sort of the closest thing to like a, a, of what you would call like a Dr. Light story um, in this, in this season. Uh, obviously there are no Dr. Light stories, but this is sort of like a very like down to basics, cheapest you could possibly make like a Dr. Who story and still feel like an actual episode of television. Um, they said Pompeii and RTD was like Cardiff. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. Um originally this was going to be an episode. So so okay. So there were two two thought processes um into this before we they settled before he settled on Boomtown. Um the initial version of this was going to be something that he was going to call um the new team. That was going to be the first version of this episode and it was going to be a small scale character oriented adventure um, that was sort of focused on the fact that like Jack Hartness is part of the TARDIS team now, and Mickey's jealousy of Jack traveling with the Doctor and Rose, but him being left behind, and like, what is what makes this guy so fucking special? You know that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, which we get a lot of a little of that in Boomtown, but um, not as much as I think this was going to be like the full focus of this episode. Um, and then and then I think in in uh over the course of the adventure. Mickey was going to realize why Jack Harkness was on the TARDIS versus himself because he's a stupid coward, um, and, and would never like you know would never be able to like do the things that Rose that even Rose can do um, as as a companion and uh, starts to deal with that firsthand, like the fact that like he actually kind of sucks. Um, so uh, he approaches um, a, a friend of his named Paul Abbott, who at the time was the creator of a series called Touching Evil and Linda Green. Um, and he was going to work on this side episode that involved Rose's life um, and, and all of this. Now, here's where, what's interesting about this. This guy is working on this story, and eventually it is sort of taking him so long to get to it that he had created another show... That was about to go. And he's like, I have to leave. I got to go work on this other show. And Russell T. Davies is like, you're going to leave me for some show called Shameless? And he's like, yeah. So he goes and creates Shameless. (laughs) Um, And I'm just imagining the creator of Shameless writing an episode that was meant to feature Rose, Mickey, and Jackie Tyler. And I'm like, what did we miss out on? Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) Um, yeah, gifts we would still be using to this day. Oh my God, the fact that he's never come back around to write an episode is surprising. Maybe he'll uh he'll write a new an episode in the new era, um, but in any event, uh he abandons the script um halfway through to go and do Shameless, and and Russell d Davies is like, okay, fine, what else can we do that's cheap, um, and he's looking around at what they have, and he's like, you know what we'll do. I've always wanted to see an episode that was predominantly set aboard the TARDIS, so I'm going to make an actual bottle episode, um, and I'm going to call it the Void, and it's going to be a bottle episode set on the TARDIS with the new crew, and it's going to be awesome. And then he goes to write it, and he was like, "I have no idea what this is going to be about," <laughs> so he he ab- he abandons it because um, he had the concept and no story, um, and so. Uh, as as he was struggling with that, um, the the, uh, the first recording block was coming to an end after Rose um, and Aliens of London, World War Three. And during this, he um, was extremely impressed with Annette Badland, who played uh, Margaret Blaine, a.k.a. the Lady Slotlene, and asked her if she would be interested in returning to the role later in the season and she obviously enjoying a paycheck was like absolutely i would love to come back um and so he decides that he's going to write a story uh called dinner with monsters or a date a date with a monster hold on dinner with a monster or a date with a monster um dining with monsters mm, there we go um <laughs> so he writes this episode dining with monsters uh, that was meant to be, he wanted to write, he was like, I'll do this and I'll tell a story about the doctor dealing with the ramifications of cor- corporal punishment um, and the death penalty. And that's what I'm going to make this story about. And so he he writes it. Eventually he changes the name to Boomtown, um, which I think is a mistake because Dining with Monsters is a kick-ass title mm. uh, and Boomtown is mostly meaningless. Um, and I think for most people... Boomtown is, uh, like the episode that most people forget what it is. Like, what is Boomtown again? Oh, right, that one. Okay, um, with the with the surfboard. Uh, great. Um, you know, <laughs> and it and, and so like I think it was a mistake because I think Dining with Monsters is like a really great title. Now, granted, I'm not from England. Uh, none of us are. So for all we know, Boomtown is like a nickname for Cardiff. And everyone in England knows like, oh, Boomtown, the one set in Cardiff. Yeah, we know, you know, um, so I don't know. But I, I have no idea. Um, it'd be like calling an episode The Big Apple and being like, what does this have to do with New York? You know? <laughs> well, the uh, I guess like the, the reason the, I guess what
0: I uh, took away is like there's a part at the very beginning where the Lady Slavine is Hyping up how much this new nuclear plow- power plant is going to put Cardiff on the map.
2: Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's going to become a boom town, like a booming economy. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if they ever explicitly say, like, it'll be a boom town. But I yeah. think that, uh, that was what I took. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Um, still, Dining with Monsters, I think I prefer as a title. Um, but in any event, uh, yeah, all the cost saving me- measures worked episode went off without a hitch and uh that is the story of the making of Boomtown. There it is. Boom boom there it is. <laughs> um I will say I think since we watched uh uh World War 3 on this long way around Ted Lasso has come out um and and so Like, I don't think last time we watched it, Ted Lasso had been a thing. So now all I see is like, oh, it's the it's the barkeep from Ted Lasso. Like, that's who she is to me now Um, because she's uh, pretty great in Ted Lasso. Um, Yeah, that's yeah. But uh, yeah, Uh, so she's finally not (laughs) the the Lady Slavine anymore to me. Have you ever did
0: you happen to look at her uh, her IMDb by any chance? I did not. No. I don't think it's 100 credits, but it's close. Oh, wow. Nice. She has been in, like, every... But it's like, she'll be in Game of Thrones, but it'll be, like, woman holding shovel. But, like, she's in there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Interesting. And she's also, like, also a, a big uh, stage
2: actress. Mm. Yeah. Um. Oh, well, I guess one other important note about this is that um, shooting this in Cardiff... Uh it was it was the thing that inspired um Russell Davies to start thinking about um a, a a a spin-off and maybe setting it in Cardiff. Um and so that's uh, how we eventually get Torchwood um it, which, you know, maybe we could have done without. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Never seen it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's something, um, anyway, uh, yeah, so, Boomtown, Boomtown is an episode, personally, that I want to like more than I actually do in Execution. I don't love the ending of this, uh, because in terms of an analogy or, or whatever of Corporal punishment. Um, the solution to the death penalty presented in this is not something that we can actually do <laughs> as a society. We can't turn people into an egg or turn them <laughs> back into a baby and let them let, live their life again. So, like, I don't really know what it's trying to accomplish with this ending. Um, so that muddies the waters for me. I, I think it is interesting making the doctor deal with um, the death penalty and, and taking a look at, like, Oh like if you take me to my people you are my executioner because they are going to kill me mm-hmm. um and and having making him deal with that i think is interesting but i do think i think in this episode in particular it really shows off russell t davies immaturity as a writer at this time versus what i know that he's capable of in the future um like dealing with similar thematic stuff like in it's a sin and all of the other shows that he's done um he is just such a a better writer and a more mature writer now and so there is definitely a an overall sense of like immaturity i think in the writing here that um i don't love but a lot of really good scenes um what do you guys think
1: cass i had actually like forgotten most of the plot of this because like when I think of this episode, I think of the scenes where the doctor is having dinner with her. um, Because I, those are the most interesting parts of this episode to me. Like I'd forgotten like about the, the Rose and Mickey drama. Like I forgot Mm -hmm. captain Jack was here. (laughs) Um, and so I had a lot of fun, like kind of revisiting the, them, um, and yeah, I agree I'm not like a hundred percent on the ending, but uh this one I like this one. I think the more I watch this one, the more I'm like this I like I like like the the tone and like what he's trying to do with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he doesn't hit the bullseye with the ending.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't uh, ace the wave, (laughs) or surfs uh, up. The surfing equivalent of a bullseye. Surfs up. (laughs) Oh, that was her earnest earnest plan.
2: Yep. I would have given anything to see it happen. In my mind, I always remember that it does happen and that they catch her. Mm -hmm. Um, But she's surfing, and I, I, it never. It's like it's a made up (laughs) memory in my in my brain. That I, because mm-hmm. I think it's because like that World War Three episode is so fat shamey and finds so much quote unquote comedy out of like them being big people that it just doesn't. It it feels like in my memory like oh yeah that's absolutely something Russell T Davies would have done would be like look at the fat lady on the surfboard isn't that hilarious um I but you know it's also because I hate the Slovene and I hate what he does with them and. Mm-hmm. All of the fat shaming and stuff is just so gross, and um, yeah. But anyway, it's like a made-up memory in my head. It's like <laughs> I I totally remember her being on that surfboard, just like surfing through the galaxy, and the TARDIS having to like catch her. Um, <sighs> but doesn't, doesn't doesn't it doesn't I'm happen? Good. I'm always I'm always she, a little disappointed. And then disappointed. she gets away.
0: Yeah. It's like God, one got
2: away. I lost <laughs> one, Rose. She's the first one. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> What do you think of this one, Nick?
0: I, I mean, I wish that had been the ending, but like I, uh, <laughs> her like getting away. Yeah. Because I agree with Cass where like, um, you know, like the, the episode really comes alive in those in those dining scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think I, I what I took away is like from like this being an early RTD episode is like, wow, I love watching just how immediately he wants to like poke holes in the mythos of this character that he grew up with. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what we have in those dinner scenes is this really intelligent villain, or not even, but this really intelligent antagonist that's like, hey, you've been responsible for the deaths of a lot of creatures over the years, haven't you, Doctor? Have you ever thought about what happens, like, after you fly away? Or after you, like, you always get to leave people, like, just, you know, swiping your hands, twirling your little umbrella, you know? And it's really cool, like, in this modern version of the show, like, reckoning with, like, the past and legacy of the show. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like like a hundred percent what Scott said. I started this episode being like, "Which one's Boomtown?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then yeah, there's some cozy like you know this, this is just a fun era. So like you know the mm-hmm. like when they're all at the diner and they're just hanging out and riffing, like it's fun. But like yeah, it's it's it kind of doesn't quite hit the whatever mark it's aiming for.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um some scenes that like really stand out to me um the the scene where um where uh, what's the Celine's lady's name um Margaret Margaret right yeah um i know it's like i know it's like bl- blomp or whatever but like <laughs> <laughs> i would rather just call her Margaret <laughs> um <laughs> uh the scene where um the reporter starts asking a bunch of uh, questions uh, to to Margaret about this boomtown plan. And, uh, and she's like, Oh, uh, do you want to come to the bathroom with me? And I, I'm just like, Oh God, here we go. The farting <laughs> jokes. Um, and he gets a couple of those in, but then quickly as she's like undressing into her, like Celine thing to like kill this reporter, the reporter starts talking about like, her boyfriend and how she's pregnant mm-hmm. and getting married and all these things. And she just starts getting like really sad and like second guessing what she's doing. And I'm like, I just really like that scene a lot. Like I I I I just thought it was like a really interesting wrinkle to like add a third dimension to this character prior to the doctor being forced to reckon with her third dimension
1: mm-hmm. as a
2: character. You know, like we, the audience, learn about it before the doctor does. You know, and I think it was a really, uh, a really smart way to structure that, you know, moral dilemma. I guess. And
0: it's padded with like, you know, she kills someone in the cold open, and yeah. this re- this reporter, you know, like through her research, finds out that you know Margaret has murdered like upwards of a dozen people,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like prior to the episode starting so like you know I I hadn't seen this episode in so long I totally thought like oh this actress you know this character is about to die you know and so when the twist happened I was like oh hey like
2: this is the little twist yeah um I love the scene when uh <laughs> I love the scene when he goes to see her and she like goes out the window <laughs> she's, she's going out the window right now isn't she he's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's so good. Uh, uh
0: I love So, that. the Rose subplot is that she has like called Mickey to Cardiff to bring her her passport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's where he meets Captain Jack. Like, oh, you lot, you're so satisfied, aren't you? You think you're
2: so cool, but you're not. <laughs> uh, I like your Mickey. Your Mickey is just. He's just a a youthful Graham. It's, it's like the same. Oh, wow. It's the same impression, but it's it's just younger. Never,
0: yeah, that's true. Because that <laughs> Graham's like, hi. He's with the, yeah. They're both yeah. very like defensive.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Easily disgruntled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Man. Um... Yeah. He uh
2: he does not like Captain Jack at first no no um calls him cheesy there's that weird scene where like jack is like trying to figure out like earth slang and so he's like he's like piecing it together in his head where he's like he's like well okay so this is the this is the 20 so uh that actually means good that means right? good yeah. <laughs> yeah no no um i think that's i think that was a lot of fun um uh the guy uh her her secretary uh Margaret's like secretary or assistant or whatever that guy um apparently uh when he was trying to do um torchwood he wanted that guy to play Yanto he wanted that to be Yanto oh. um which is really interesting because he ends up pulling uh the doctor um not the doctor but the doctor from torchwood from uh that episode um from World War 3. She's like the one that like finds the pig the pig thing. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um she's she ends up being in Torchwood uh as well. So yeah, he does that a lot where he just and then of course, what's her name from uh, Unquiet Dead of course mm-hmm. is uh Gwen in Torchwood. So he like he was like found a bunch of Torchwood people throughout the first season. and was like I'm going to set you aside and use you later. Um <laughs> but uh this guy ended up being too busy for the Torchwood thing. Apparently, uh, I think he was in a play or something. Um, but in any event, uh, yeah, the the uh, I I love all the stuff with with um, the Doctor and Margaret. Um, I do find it slightly repetitive, where they kind of have the same conversation in like three different locations, um, without too much extra being revealed in each one um uh, so that i would say i would say that's a, a mild complaint i have about it um mm-hmm. but i still think it is interesting um and uh and then the mickey stuff he's like dating someone but was like gonna go Trisha delaney yeah <laughs> but was gonna go like get a hotel room with rose um which was crazy so, yeah that the- the The fact that the idea was this the first this is is this the first time that like Doctor Who has like fully alluded to sex before like I know there was like there's like like where it's just like, yeah, they're gonna go to the hotel room and bang like that's what they're that's what they're planning on doing, um whereas like there's stuff like ja- Jackie being well, that's after this, right no, no, that is in Rose where Jackie's like anything could yeah, happen, Rose. um oh yeah, right is that. <laughs> Is that in Rose? Yeah. Um, So there's stuff like that, but like, I feel like this is like the first time where they're just like, yeah, people have sex, Um, (laughs) which is such a weird, I don't know, it's just such a weird, like horny thing to put in Doctor Who. (laughs) I just find it so strange sometimes. Is it really just like, I'm like, man, that's, it it feels weird. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If.
0: If it is, if that is canonically the first time that to a, a a doctor a doctor who companion has like been planning on having sex or you know like sex has been alluded to, I can't think of a better writer to introduce that to the show than our right. yeah that's true <laughs> that's true um, yeah. so the timeline is yeah, so the doc so he's like, hey, you know, he's doing." they're like having some weird like jean le car like tête-à-tête <laughs> <laughs>
2: the, the doctor and margaret yeah
0: yeah like do you want to like they're gonna like we're gonna have a nice night we're gonna like get some dinner we'll have some laughs and then like later do you want to like go to the hotel and rose is like yeah i do I actually do and he's uh, like oh oh wow great i think you were gonna say yes that's awesome okay cool um <laughs> Cause I think the do- I think Mickey's just trying to get Rose's vibes of like, what are 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 you a throuple with these two guys? Mm-hmm. Like, are you dating? Are you? F- and it's, I think that had a lot of potential because I kind of feel like Rose was also trying to figure out like, well, wait, do I want to sleep with Mickey? Do I like the doctor? Do I like Jack? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cass, what did you think of all that?
1: Um, I. That's a great question. I don't know. Um <laughs> I like <laughs> I like Rose and Mickey's like weird like kind of awkward energy in this because like she's still really flirty because like you know she's been off adventuring and like hasn't had to deal with like the consequences of her actions like you know in like real world whatever. Um and like like for for Mickey like Rose is the one that like literally got away. So, like, it's, like, all this weird, like, tension, like, it makes sense that they end up fighting in the episode, Um because, mm-hmm. like, like, they, like, they're still, like, they haven't matured. Like, they don't know how to talk about, um, like, their relationship and, like, what that means and whatever. So, I thought, like, I thought it was interesting, but it takes kind of like a sec- like a backseat to like the doctor's like mm-hmm. mind game dinner stuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I I also
2: just like, I think for me, I just like it, I think it would work really well if Mickey was written out of the show mm-hmm. after this. I think it would be like a really interesting like, oh, I gotta, I have to say goodbye to my Earth boyfriend if I'm gonna keep traveling with you, but like, he isn't written out of the show, and he literally comes back like next week, mm-hmm. you know, with the finale, um, uh, the the two part finale, and then he's in like a lot, like most of season two. So it just, I it just feels like it's a lot of d- talk when nothing ends up resolving out of it. Nothing comes out of this, mm-hmm. um, and
0: knowing that doesn't help. Like right, when you're revisiting, right, 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 yeah. Huh. I think my favorite parts of this is just like the idea of like, it's such a kind of a cool, having seen so much of the classic show, it's kind of a radical arc for a companion to have of her getting to discover all this and like making mistakes and kind of like, yeah, because she's almost, she's kind of on shore leave, you mm-hmm. know, and like Mickey is like, oh yeah, she's, he he's my guy back home and I'm not at sea yeah and like, yeah, I'll have sex with my cute Earth boyfriend, you know, for a night. Because, like, what matter? I'm 19. Like, there are no rules. I can travel through time. Mm-hmm. I'm Rose Tyler. Blah, blah, blah. And she kind of, like, finds out, oh, this dude has real emotion feelings for me that don't go away when I'm off having adventures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, literally there's a part, like Cass said, where, like, the 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 camera shakes and there's an explosion noise. And... He's like, I've I've got to go, and Mickey's like, oh, the doctor, it's always be the doctor, never me.
2: <laughs> God, Mickey sucks. Um, it's funny. That's
1: another. Oh, it, it's funny to me, like thinking it, yeah, about, no, um, like if 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 Chris Chibnall had had like written these characters, like like we wouldn't just have Rose as a companion. Like Rose, Mickey, and Jackie would like all be on the TARDIS and like dealing with their bullshit. <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just watched this episode, and all I could think about was like, "What the hell did Martha see in this guy?" Um, that's, <laughs> well, I don't. That's all I'm thinking about.
1: We'll get there, but I hate that. So
0: <laughs> that's kind of like it's like the Jacob effect of like this would be a lot more compelling if the audience is like, "I kind of wanted to go with Mickey. Mickey seems really great," mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, the uh, the plot kind of like, so she stares into the heart of the TARDIS, and it overwhelms her, and she's like, "Thank you." And then she turns into an egg.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and it's kind of like a a, a goopy <laughs> a, like a goopy egg with like tails. Right. Has like tendrils
0: it just kind of feels like a get out of jail free card of like all of the thematic stuff
2: that we were dealing with mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm cuz I was also just like I'm I'm like watching it and I'm just like, yeah, Russell, that would be a great way to end corporal punishment. <laughs> yeah. Just turn them back into babies and get them adopted. Yep, absolutely. I 100% agree. <laughs> I don't know. Like what what are we supposed to do about that? Uh
0: and, like, me personally, I wasn't looking at the corporal punishment angle so much as, like, as, like I'm like a Batman story. Like, oh, what does this say about the doctor and mm-hmm. how the doctor thinks?
2: And it kind of doesn't, like, do anything with that either. Not really. No, not really. Um, what if,
0: can- if Batman brought someone back to the Batcave and there was, like, the deadlights in the Batcave and it just <laughs> turned
2: the Riddler into a baby? You know, that's how we <laughs> solved all these problems. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he would be he would basically be like he'd be like r- the reverse angel problem, like like where the angels touch somebody and they go back in time and live to death. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like the opposite problem where it's like he's basically serial killing people, but like <laughs> by giving them a second chance at life, you know, but like that life is over. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like, we're left to assume. Like, we don't cut to, like, her growing up to be that Slovene again. Right. That's, like, you know, still sneaky and still into bondage and, like, all of the, (laughs) you know, great, like... Oh,
2: oh my God. I just realized it has been long enough. What if Margaret comes back in the new Russell era as, like, a teenager?
1: I don't think he would do that. I don't think he would do that because that... (laughs) It sounds more like a Moffat thing. Like,
0: oh, okay. I don't
1: know. I, I,
0: like, oh, look at this
1: that, look. Like, the story, the storytelling sensibility doesn't strike me as, as, though, though I haven't seen like a lot of his other stuff, like post Doctor Who, so I could be wrong, but like, I don't know. It seems like more of a Moffat yeah. thing.
2: Yeah. It might be. Like, what if that's Rose? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Oh no! That's that would be a reveal. Um, <laughs> what if that's how he finally coaxes Eccleston to come back? Is there like I'm gonna do another episode with?
1: <laughs> Fuck! With I love Margaret. you. Know I love Margaret. Damn it, you
2: know I love Margaret. Oh, that was my favorite episode. <laughs> Damn you, Russell! Damn you! Get me my leather jacket. <laughs>
0: It's like all the way back in his closet. And he's like, I, I swore I'd never put this. <laughs> in. Uh, yeah. It's like boomtown <laughs> with a two instead of the T. <laughs> uh,
2: anyway. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Surfboard.
1: Uh, Surfboard. I really
0: thought. When I watched the episode, I was like, oh, yeah, I finally memorized how to pronounce uh, Their Paxa. Planet. Yeah, but now it's been a few days and I forgot again. Mm-hmm.
1: Paxichlorica
0: Wow. <laughs> Paxichlorica <laughs> palpatoris. Uh.
2: <laughs> wow. Because um, Rose finally gets it in this one. Yeah. I love how proud of herself she is. She's she's very excited to have pronounced it correctly. I would be too. And Mickey and Mickey's like,
0: "Oh no, they got inside jokes." <laughs> it's over, man. <laughs> everything
2: everything that ha- happy that happens to any of them, he's just like stewing <laughs> cuz he's the worst. <laughs> uh, is it being cuckolded
0: if it's like they're like 20 years old and it's like their his girlfriend
1: <laughs> they don't know. Oh my god. Uh... <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. oh my god. Yeah, because they didn't I'm officially break it. up, right? Like, she just left. She wasn't like, okay. Yeah. Yep. Thanks. <laughs> oh my god. That's really funny.
0: Cause like, how how are they? Are they? They literally are like twenty years old, right? Like twenty, twenty-one tops.
1: Um, I think he's a few years older than her, because he's like a little mm-hmm. kid okay. when she's a baby. Right.
2: right. She's like nineteen, and he's like twenty-one or twenty-two, something like something that.
1: Something like that. I think they're yeah, really yeah. young. That seems like
0: very nineteen, you know? Of like, I'm not gonna deal mm-hmm. with this. Yeah, we're still. I'm, I'm not gonna. I don't have the emotional maturity to be like, I should probably print things off with mm-hmm. Mickey. You're like, no, i want to keep my cute boyfriend. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that is true. Um, how long was she gone this time? Did did Mickey no mention that?
1: I don't think so. Yeah. I am
2: surprised that Jackie is not in this.
0: If there had been a moment where she was like, oh, yeah, I've taken the weekend to Cardiff. I'm just shopping. And then, like, just like, oh, shit. Deal with that.
2: The... See, that's that's the thing is, like, um, having Jackie in this episode would have been, like, the perfect opportunity to have a third storyline where Jack is, like, taking her out on the town.
1: Jack and Jackie. Oh, my God. Okay. Yes.
2: <laughs> right. Imagine, she would be late She was like, "I can't believe you're gonna leave me for Mickey. I, you haven't seen your mother in months." And, and Jack's like, "Well, uh, Jackie, hey. I'll I'll take you out." And she's like, "Ah, oh, never mind. It's fine." <laughs> <laughs> and just like goes out with him. Yeah. Oh my god! Come on! Amazing. Yeah, and then they then they go to a hotel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They take Mickey's hotel. <laughs> He gets, right. he gets, he gets hotel, hotel cuckolded. <laughs> yeah. cuck, cuckold, cuck, hotel, cuckold,
0: hotel, or be super like frasier if like they do go to the hotel and it becomes like, is that my mom and Ch- Jack and like that. Oh like, my God. Yeah. You know. <sighs>
2: or 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 Mickey and Jack both find find each other getting ice and Jackie's like and 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 Jack is just like hey. don't um uh, maybe don't mention this to Rose. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like you think I In- want
0: to get into that? No. <laughs> if that was the B plot and the A plot was the doctor staring down a a, a woman that he's about to put to death.
2: <laughs> 10 out of 10 Incredible. episode. No, <laughs> <notes>. <laughs> ten out of ten. no. Notes. Yeah.
0: Boomtown. Boomtown. More like Bangtown. (laughs) (laughs) Bangtown by Russell T. Davis. (laughs)
2: Uh. (laughs) That's the name of the hotel that they go to. Uh. Oh, Oh, I wish we named these still. (laughs) Bangtown. Oh my God! Um. Anyway, <laughs> big uh, big episode next time. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Well. <laughs> yeah. Um. Definitely. <laughs> uh. But next next round is um. Uh, is going to be really interesting. We'll we'll have to we'll talk about that when we get to the end. Um, what next next uh, season of Long Way Round looks like. But it's nuts. Um, it's a it's a pretty bananas bananas round for sure um but but yeah uh we are this is this is the ninth doctor's penultimate story um and i think we are unsure of whether or not we're gonna cover his big finish stuff um we might just do us all do ourselves a favor and just be like and that's the end of the ninth doctor and we just don't cover anything in its place just
1: let him go out with a bang town uh <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. bang, nice. bang town. Nice. Bangtown. Um
0: forget about it, Rose, it's Bangtown.
2: <laughs> so anyway. Um we'll discuss. I
0: actually meant uh the next episode of our show is going to be big because we're talking about one of your favorite episodes of all time.
2: Um really? Are we? No. Or are you being facetious? <laughs> no, I'm talking about fear her. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Being facetious. Um, yeah. So next time we're talking about, uh, two 10th doctor uh, episodes because, uh, the, the 10th doctor is so lightly featured in love and monsters that it felt, I felt cheated not getting a 10th doctor story. Um, unfortunately the 10th doctor story that we will be getting is fear her. So we're doing love and monsters and fear her a real one, two punch of something terrible. Um, (laughs) but. At least they'll be over instead of having to deal with both of those stories in two rounds of Long Way Around. That's fair. Um, before we get to anything good again um, on Tenth Doctor. Um, so uh, next week or next next episode, uh, Love and Monsters and Fear Her. Um, uh, an episode that I used to defend uh, and then rewatch and was like, nope, everybody said this episode is garbage is right. Um, because it is. <laughs> Uh, and, and then, and then fear her an episode that no one defends, um, because it is bad. Um, but, uh, I like Shirley Henderson and I like electric light orchestra.
0: So I have that going for me.
2: Yep. That's, that's exactly how I feel though. I don't like what they do with, with, with her. So sure. (laughs) That's unfortunate. Um, but, uh, yeah. Good old Babu freak. So interesting, interesting double feature, uh, next round. And, and then we'll, we'll, uh, yeah, a lot of, uh, a lot of, we, we, we hit all the Dr. Light episodes sort of in a row because our 11th doctor is the lodger or, which is, well, that's a companion light episode, but you know what I mean? One of like those weird one-off kind of Mm. things. Um, Mm. we're hitting all of those kind of in a row, um, which is, which is fun. Um, wow. Did they ever do, did they ever do one of those for thirteen.
1: No, because there was only like 10 episodes in a season and then there were like eight episodes in a season, so.
2: Right, that's that's
0: right, that's why, yeah. Oh man, 13 would have crushed in like a lodger
2: style episode, yeah. Well, that was the thing, that was the thing that Russell T. Davies was smarter about than than Moffat. Um, Russell T. Davies knew how to do 13 episodes and structure them in such a way that it didn't kill everybody. And Moffat never got the hang of that because he was just like, why would anyone want a Dr. Light episode? Why would anyone want a companion light episode? I want everybody in every episode. He
1: wrote like Um, the best Dr. Light episode, though. Like, (laughs) Yeah, I know.
2: I know. But like, but like maybe he was like, well, I'm never going to top that. So, like, why bother? I don't know. Um, But but his doctor and his
0: companions
2: are the coolest. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Um, so So they should be in every. So. So, yeah. Um, that was, and then, and then he get caught up to him, you know, and like eventually he had to start like breaking seasons in half and like doing all the bending over backwards to try to like get the show made because he was like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't keep up. And I feel like Russell G. Davies was just like on the sidelines being like, yeah, uh, that structure that you got annoyed with seem uh, like a pretty good deal now, doesn't it? <laughs> Smart guy. Um, yep, now you're in Bangtown. town. Yeah. Now you're in Bangtown um anyway we'll be back uh next time with uh love and monsters and (laughs) fear her (laughs) yeah hopefully we have fun more fun talking about them than we will watching them yeah bye everybody